0: Clark Range and Pickett County boys gear up for a tough District 7 single A. The York Institute Dragonettes are excited for another run to the Glass House. Our Upper Cumberland basketball previews continue. Joined now by Head Coach Jermaine McElveen of the Clark Range Boys Basketball Program right here on the High School Playbook. Coach, uh, a couple of wins last season in your first season with the Buffaloes. Uh, just take me through, what, what did you learn in your first season as head coach in Clark Range?
1: Um, I mean, you know, you, you can never you know, prepare and you know basically have have a vision you know for what you want for your boys you know short term long term honestly uh we worked on a lot of short term stuff honestly a lot of long term stuff that you know we can talk about here in a little while but but just like i said just putting the boys where they need to be you know is my first year last year So I was trying to kind of get to know them pretty quick, you know, their weaknesses, their strengths. It really just put them, you know, in a good situation to just learn their game of basketball.
0: Do you feel like heading in here into year number two that you've kind of set the foundation for what you would like to build and you've built those relationships with the guys on the team?
1: Oh, uh, yes sir, definitely. That's I'm glad you, you literally just hit the, the nail right on the top. Uh, that's that was kind of our theme for last year, you know, to set the foundation, to set a good solid foundation that we can build on, you know, these next few years. And starting off this
0: year, you know, that's exactly what we've done. Coach, what excites you the most about this year's team?
1: Uh the thing about this year's team I mean we're we're young and we're kind of a mixture of young and old uh you know freshmen sophomores mixed in with juniors and seniors so you know we've had some freshman guys come in and play some pretty pretty big roles for us as long as those returning players from last year like I said they understand the system they understand you know what I look for and they've definitely helped the freshmen you know kind of adjust to the game of high school and just like I said just continuing to just learn and grow as a team
0: Coach, take me through. Break it down for me. The makeup of the team this year. You mentioned some of the returners that you guys have, and of course, played in that really competitive seven single A last season. Who are some? Who are going to be some of those key contributors? And then, who are going to be some of the newer guys?
1: I got some last year. We have two returning starters: uh, senior Case Cordell, junior Christopher Beatty. Uh, we have another junior, Lane Bird, who started off starting, then he comes off the bench now. Which I mean, those roles could change for him. Uh, now we have. Uh, three freshmen, uh Brian Swallows, Jack Cordell, and Point guard collier bush um and along with Logan Pennell, he's a sophomore uh he just got down playing football, so he's gonna slowly but surely get in the swing of things um but those are some of our main guys uh that are you know gonna give us some huge minutes, you know whether they're starting or not starting to help us continue to go in the direction that we want to go.
0: Coach, I want to go back to, I know we had talked about kind of setting the foundation in year number one, moving on into year number two, and trying to take those next steps. So what are some of those next steps you're trying to instill this season as the season progresses?
1: Really just continue to, to gel together as a team, do the small things. Honestly, we try not to, you know, kind of think too big. You know, we think big, but not too big, you know, realistic goals short term goals, long term goals, um, just small things as far as boxing out, not turning the ball over, uh, you know, shot selection, you know, how, how, what do we want our percentage to be per game for different, you know, stats that actually make up the big picture. Some of our goals this year, Um, you know, we want to finish, you know, high in the district once district play comes around. Then, of course, we like to take a run, you know, later on, later in the postseason as well into the region tournament. So those are some of the goals we've, you know, set for ourselves. And like I said, just continue to put one foot in front of the other and kind of not really get ahead of ourselves, but understand that we are on a path for good and great things to happen.
0: Talking with head coach Jermaine McElveen of the Clark Range Boys Basketball Program, right here on the High School Playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, you mentioned that district play, of course, a really good district. The Pickett County Bobcats, Clark or Clay County Bulldogs. You guys in Clark Range, Red Boiling Springs, as well. And and I know Pickett County a little bit different this year. Clay County still playing football, so they don't even have the basketball right. guys uh, back yet. But uh, how nice was it to kind of get the experience last year, kind of get the to, to know those head coaches? Of course, some really good head coaches on the boys side as well. And and going into your two now you kind of have that experience under your belt
1: yes sir uh, like like you said i mean definitely the the most competitive uh single a basketball district definitely in tennessee uh so definitely glad to be a part of that and like i said we're just trying to make you know make our footprint make our blueprint let our name and our voice you know be known but like i said i mean going to against go some of those guys who you know have coached in this district a while you know I, i'm kind of the i guess the new the new guy as far as district play goes <laughs> Because um, some of those guys have been around for for years and years, but you know I'm, I stay open as a coach, you know, to just learn, you know, different things from different coaches, different strategies. Of course, you know you have to focus in on key players, but just being in a competitive district that we are, you know, it keeps me on top of, you know, my aspects that I have to set for myself as far as goals and aspirations, in order to keep my guys going in the direction that we want to go.
0: Coach, a few weeks into the season already, what what have you seen from your team that you like and what are a few areas that you would like to improve as this season goes on?
1: Um, some things we need to work on. Uh, we're we're undersized at times. So, you know, just doing the small things as far as boxing out and really, really rebounding hard. We kind of struggled, you know, the first couple of games, Hall of Fame games, and scoring the basketball. But we've kind of turned, you know, turned those, turn that situation into actually scoring the basketball these last couple of games. Um And we can move the ball, you know, everybody on the floor – they can handle the ball. They can shoot the ball. We have a lot of versatility in basically all of our players that hit the floor. They can post up. They can play the guard spot. I mean, we have about three or four players that can play the point guard spot. So, I mean, that just opens us up, honestly. And the more versatile we are, you know, we're able to trust each other and, like I said, learn each other as well. Even though we may have players playing multiple positions, we still know each other's weaknesses and strengths. And we're just going to continue to, like I say, put each other, push each other and just um, become
0: better teammates as well said coach Jermaine McElvain with the Clark Range Boys basketball program right here on the high school playbook coach we appreciate the time as always look forward to talking to you throughout the year
1: yes sir thank you very much
2: the White County Ants are off to a good start to the 2022-23 season coach Michael Dodge of the Warriorettes joining us in the high school playbook coach good start to your basketball team what do you like from what you've seen thus far from your team
3: well I think We've executed some stuff pretty well. We've, we've started off with some pretty good challenges that forced us to, I guess, kind of be ahead of the game a little bit execution wise. And I feel like we've executed on the offensive end really well. Uh, you know, our defense has not been as good as I want it to be in times, but offensively, I feel like we've, we've accomplished a lot and done a lot of good things early on. Coach, a lot of
2: times the defense will come around before the offense. Do you feel like it's easier to kind of get your defense back in order than it might be your offense if it were struggling?
3: Uh, Yes, yes and no, because I, I think a lot of times you, defensively it's your question, your effort, uh, and your focus a little bit on defense. And, you know, I think we've gotten stops when we've needed to, but it's just not being consecutive and consistent. And that's been the hardest thing there, you know, offensively. I feel like we've executed and, and done some good things and got the basketball where it needs to go for us, which is obviously inside with uh, Nia and Celeste and start there. And, and uh, you know, those are things that we've done really, really well. Uh, but we've got to keep going and, and doing the things that we're doing there. I and mean, then It's just got to pick up on the defensive side of the ball.
2: Before we deep dive into your roster for this year, let's talk about a couple of players that you lost from a year ago to graduation, Elena Stiles and Andy Haston, I know big contributors for your basketball team. What do you miss about those two young ladies?
3: Well, first and foremost, you miss their leadership. Both of them were great leaders. Both of them were, you know, good locker room people. They were they were kids that took care of our locker room and took care of those situations. And, you know, those that's a lot of times that's the hardest thing to replace when you're, when you when you lose the seniors and that take care of the locker room situations for you and, and those young ladies did that for us every day not just during the season but every day
2: you got a solid roster coming back a good senior class uh, and uh, a lot of talent up and down this roster what do you like most about uh, the seniors on this basketball team it seems they've played a lot of quality minutes already in their careers
3: they have and it's the consistency that that we're getting out of them you know we've got to be better shooters and that's one thing that we've got to be better at You know, but I I like the fact that they're balled in. We've got five seniors this year. All five of them started started playing with us as freshmen, and all of them have stuck it out and went through it. And that's a testament to them, and that's a testament to their families, of of being consistent and and being loyal to your program. And and honestly, Tom, in this day and age, with all the transfers and people moving and coming and going different places, loyalty to your program is the biggest thing that you can get.
2: Coach what are the leadership qualities what are the those qualities that your seniors in particular exemplify to this basketball team
3: Well it's it's handling things inside and outside the locker room everybody being on the same page everybody doing the things that they need to do bought into your program bought into your kids and those are that's everything that that our kids do they represent our school in a top-notch fashion they're first-class kids they're involved in everything that we do, and it's just a positive that you want for your program and people outside your program seeing those kids committed to your program.
2: We're speaking with Wide County Warrior Rats head basketball coach Michael Dodgen on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, last year didn't end like you or your team wanted to for sure. Have the players coming back this year kind of maybe carried a bit of a chip on their shoulder, Use that for a little added motivation for this season?
3: Well, I hope so because, you know, we, we had a good year last year for the most part. And then, you know, we kind of upheld our end of the bargain by, by hosting a first round reaching game. And, you know, uh, arguably one of the top teams in the state and page gets upset in their district tournament. And we had to host them in the first round. And it was, I'm not going to say bad matchup for us, but it was just a situation where it wasn't great personnel matchups. And, uh, you know, we weren't able to, to beat Paige and obviously they went on to get to the state tournament and we kind of talked to our kids before that, but we knew that whoever got to our region finals had a shot to get to the state tournament just because of who our sub state draw is in our area now. And, and honestly, I'll just be honest, with you, it's the same way this year. Whoever gets to the finals of the region in our, in our region tournaments going to the state tournament.
2: Well, Coach, I know you know very well it's hard to just get out of the district as powerful as it is. Upperman, the defending state champion. Uh, Cumberland County's looking good already. Your team is going to be right in the mix. Livingston Academy is always tough. Top to bottom, Coach, do you see this district having dropped off
3: any at all from last year, or is it maybe even stronger? No, it's gotten better. <laughs> Excuse me. Our district's better. Uh, we've got great coaches. You can't go anywhere in the state. and I've said this multiple times. You can't go anywhere in the state. Where every coach in the state or every coach in our district has either played, won a state title, or coached in the state tournament or in some form or fashion, and that's all seven coaches in our district there's no other district in the state I promise you that has that right there so not only do we have good players in our district, we've got great coaches in our district and and if you're not prepared if your team's not prepared on a Tuesday and Friday night to go play basketball. You're in for a rude awakening when you, when you compete in our district.
2: Absolutely. I don't think any district in this state, and, and I'm not biased. I say this having watched a lot of basketball over the years. I don't see any district in girls' basketball that compares to this one whatsoever. That said, Coach, you're always playing a strong outside-the-district schedule as well. How much does that really benefit your team, especially as you get later in the season in some crunch district games and tour tournament time?
3: Well, hopefully it benefits you in, in, in the ways that you need it done. What it does do is it causes you every night is a, is a good game for you. I and mean, then we started that this year with, you know, we played Mates, or Mates County early. They're a predominantly good basketball team. And then we roll in on a Saturday and play Tullahoma and Sevier County. Sevier County is one of the top programs in East Tennessee in 4A. And then <laughs> and we roll back in this next coming week and we've got uh, Warren County and Cookville. And, I mean, you can't get any better than that. Uh, those are two teams that a lot of people are talking about and a lot of people think are going to go a long way. So, you know, outside of our league, we, we're just trying to prepare our kids the best that we can. they got to learn to compete every night. they got to learn to do the right things. And, you know, we're hoping that we can do that. First and foremost, and I think every coach is going to say this, you got to stay healthy. And the kids have to do everything that they can to keep themselves healthy and healthy you know, that's the biggest thing as a coach is you just try to keep your kids from getting injured or something happening like that.
2: Going to be another exciting season in Sparta. Coach Michael Dodgen joining us on the high school playbook. Coach, best of luck to you and the team throughout the season.
3: All right, we appreciate it, and uh, thanks for having us on
0: joined now by head coach Joseph Amonet of the Pickett County Boys Basketball Program right here on the high school playbook. Coach, a good start to the young season with a really young team. And I just want to ask about kind of the transition from last year to this year. Of course, you you lose four seniors to graduation. You have another player that transfers out of the program. What was it like getting ready for this season with essentially a brand new team?
4: Uh, You know, it was, uh, it was essentially starting from scratch um, all but, all but as far as uh, Jacob and Eli, um, no one else had really played any, so you know, kind of had to reevaluate, um, evaluate the strengths and weaknesses, uh, the team that you that you're getting. Uh, had two seniors decide to come back out and play their senior year, and Dylan Anderson and Payne Burton that are helping us, and uh, just kind of had to try to try to evaluate what we had, what our strengths were, and try to uh, to build a philosophy around that.
0: For you as a coach, I know in our conversations in the previous weeks, you've talked about how you kind of had to change things stylistically. For you, what have you kind of had to do throughout the off season to, to essentially formulate a, a program that will fit these players that you have?
3: Uh,
4: you know, I've watched a lot of film, um, college film, as far as the, to watch how different teams play different styles of play. Um, we've got a team that everyone's similar in size and can really shoot it so i have um i paid a lot of attention to some colleges especially at the division 2 level that shoot a lot of threes and um that run some some fast break offense and and just tried to uh try to prepare and uh, when practice was allowed to get started try to uh, to implement some of those changes to our program
0: Coach, take me through the team a little bit. Of course, I've gotten a chance to see him a couple times now, but for the people who haven't been able to see them, of course, Jacob Aminet comes back, Eli Reagan back. But outside of that, you got a lot of new guys. Who are the big contributors this year for your squad?
4: You know, we've got uh, Gage Harris is, um, is starting at our off guard, and he's a kid that, um, you know, he's grown about five inches since last year. And um, he's shooting the ball really, really well. And is playing well for us. And we've got, uh, Caden Thomas playing at our, our three position. And, uh, he's one of the fastest kids I've ever coached, just a uh, tenacious defender. And then, um, I've got, uh, Caden Miller that is playing our five. And, uh, Caden is a rebounding machine. You know, he doesn't look like it, but uh, he's a great kid to coach. He's got a knack for getting rebounds, um, this, despite his lack of size. And he really knows how to play. And then, um, I've got three kids I'm playing a lot coming off the bench and they are, um, uh, uh, Dylan Anderson and Payne Burton, two kids that have been in the program previously that had come back and they have, you know, they, they're giving us some senior leadership and playing really, really, really well for us, uh, give us some physicality. And then, uh, I've got Lyric Paris that's coming in that's never really got a chance to play before. That's a sophomore. It's a real athletic kid that is, um, that stepped up for us in a big way. And then I've, I've actually got a freshman in Will Spears. Uh, a six four freshman that is uh it 's made great strides in the last two weeks it 's going to help us as well so you know i i 'm getting in a position that we can play nine people, and the way we 're playing right now we 're going to need to play nine people. <laughs>
0: Talking with head coach Joseph Ammonette of the Pickett County Bobcats right here on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, you mentioned playing those nine people. You needed more than that last night, taking on the Livingston Academy Wildcats, had seven guys foul out in that ball ballgame. I'll, I'll first start it off. Have you ever been a part of a game where seven guys from one team have fouled out?
4: I've not. You know, they called uh, the other team shot 54 free throws. <laughs> uh, Livingston Academy did. I've never, um, you know, I've never been part of, of anything – quite like it um you know it was um we we've not you know that was our sixth game of the year and we played the exact same way six times and um i've only had one person disqualified before last night and uh last night i had seven <laughs> so uh you know it was an overtime game so it was a little longer but um uh, you know last night uh, that was just what they determined to be and you know, it wasn't our advantage and uh it was a challenge but uh, i was proud of the way our kids stepped up you know with um we're down three points with two minutes to go. I've got three freshmen and a sophomore in the game that have never played,
5: mm-hmm.
4: ever played, and then I've got uh, two starters that are that have not fouled out, and and then I've got I've got five kids that are already fouled out over there on the bench with with two and a half minutes to go. And then with two minutes to go, I um, I have to lose another starter. <laughs> So, you know, we're we're out there playing. I was proud of our kids, and we're able to tie it up and send it into overtime, come back from being 13 points down. So I just think it just shows the the resiliency of the team. Um, They're a team that really likes each other. They communicate really well, and I thought those kids that hadn't got an opportunity before came came in last night and, and played well for us.
0: Coach, going off of that, how much confidence does that give you if you get into a situation like that? And seeing just seeing on down the road that you can go that deep into your bench because they were still able to run the offense, play some pretty good defense, and they kept you guys in the ball game and got it to that overtime period.
4: Oh, it's it's great confidence, I, and I, I was happy for the kids. You know, they they worked hard. It was a great environment. You know, it was a packed house last night with Livingston Academy, and they're they're a veteran team, got a lot of older players, and they're they're pretty physical and. um you know, for for those kids to come in and make plays, you know, Will Spears got a deflection that mm-hmm. got us the steal that allowed us to tie the game. Um, you know, it was just it was it was fun to to see those kids be able to step up and make plays and kind of grow as a player and, and to make our team better.
0: Coach, lastly, as this season progresses on, of course, a really young team. You do have the couple of seniors didn't play last year, but they're back this year. Where would you like to see your team improve? Maybe an area of their game.
4: You know, I I, I think the thing with us is. Um, you know, the, our pace of play is really fast. We're trying to play really, really fast. And um, you know, defensively, um, we we can play. We're, we're creating some chaos. We just get a little. We get a little sidetracked sometimes, and and lose focus. So, you know, I think the thing we got we have to do as a team is we have to grow and be to the point that while we're creating chaos, we still have a controlled philosophy of what we're trying to accomplish sometimes we get out of position and give up some layups like we did last night and uh, i think that's the thing by the end of the year if we can get that under control i think we can we can be very good
0: that's it coach joseph aminette with the pickett county bobcats right here on the high school playbook coach we appreciate the time as always look forward to talking to you throughout the year thank you time to head up to gainesboro to talk a little
2: jackson county lady blue devil basketball head coach jim brown joining us via telephone here on the high school playbook coach it's good to have you and uh basketball season is here already and uh i know things have got to be underway in gainesboro how are things going here in the early parts of the season
6: well i appreciate you having me on uh you, i mean we we've we started out zero and two, but we, we've we've had uh, two really good opponents community and and westmoreland and uh, two really good games for us to, to get started out as, as far as learn about ourselves and we're we're extremely young, but uh, I'm I'm just so proud of this group right now. I mean, we've we played really hard and competed in both games, and uh, I, I I think this team is, is is capable of just being one of those that c- continues to get better as the season moves on.
2: Coach, when you have a young basketball team, what's maybe the one element that takes the longest to kind of come around for you know a young team like you've got?
6: I think offensively, uh, just, just learning, uh, you know, how to make decisions, uh, how to play with each other, uh, just getting that mix t- together. I uh, mean, I, you know, I think always uh, early in the season, defenses are, are so much further ahead than, than offenses. So that's, uh, that's been our biggest obstacle here so far.
2: Is it just easier to pick up on things that you want to do defensively that players can seem to get an understanding of that quicker than they do the offensive side?
6: Yeah, I think so. And then, you know, there's just that 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 process of, hey, when the ball's in your hands and, and the, you know, the, the things you're deciding to do and the decisions you're making with the ball, just uh, – and, and, you know, that's different for – for each player, you know, depending on their skill level. Whereas defensively, you know, most of those things are pretty much the same for everyone.
2: Let's take a look at your team this year and with a young roster. Who's the, some of the players that you do have back from last year and uh, some of the players to look out for this season?
6: Uh, we've got we got four starters back from, from last year. Uh, three seniors, uh, Jacqueline Agee or Post was our leading scorer last year and uh, re- re- really our only – uh, true post player that, that we've got. Uh, Riley Thomas, uh, guard, uh, started the last three years for us. And, uh, and Riley Anderson's other senior who's, who's kind of had an early season injury here and, and still not back full speed. But, but those are the three seniors. And then have got one junior, Aaron Davidson, that, that started for us uh, all, all of last year and, and is coming back.
2: Coach, with this senior group that you have, are they good leaders? Are they the kind of vocal leaders out on the court? Or are they more of a leader by example?
6: Ah, uh, they're more by example uh, really they' they're not they're not really outspoken kids, but but they they do an example and and uh, you, you know they they know their job and and, and they do it and and, uh, and then they, you know they they're helping these younger ones come along as well.
2: We're previewing the Jackson County Lady Blue Devil basketball season with head coach Jim Brown on the high school playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders what are some areas of this team that you've seen maybe the most growth in during the course of the offseason and the early parts of this year
6: uh, we're we're shooting the ball much better we 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 spent a lot of time uh, over the summer in and, and, and breaking down their shot and, and working with them and, and it's it's just been a you know every day out there a constant reminder as we're going through our, our shooting drills and uh, you, know, you know that that's something we struggled with Last year, been able to shoot the ball from the perimeter, and uh, and we're, uh, you know, other other than Jacqueline Ag inside, we're we're all guards. So, you know, being, being able to shoot the ball kind of helps, you know, stretch the defenses out.
2: You mentioned Jacqueline, and I know last year, as you mentioned, she was quite the post presence for you. Talk about her game individually, coach, and how she's grown and developed over her time there, at Jackson County.
6: Well, I mean, she she got thrown in at an early age, you know, playing quite a bit for us as, as a. Freshman and, uh, and and even started you know the majority of that year and, and, and on through uh, she's uh, she, she's had a lot of injuries during during the off season and uh, but now uh, you know she's she's just that senior that that kind of knows her job and uh, I mean she she gets in the right spots and 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 she doesn't try to do things that that she's not capable of doing and uh, you know she's you know right right now shooting about sixty nine percent from the field. On the season, and uh, you know, I don't think you can ask much more than that.
2: How important are these games early in the season, before you get into like the meat of your district schedule, to kind of get the things ironed out that you want to? You talk about offense and kind of want to get going more on that side of the ball. How important do you feel these games are early in the year?
6: I mean, they're they're extremely big, and uh, you know, on the development of your team, and uh, you know, it's just probably been you know, maybe the last four or five years that, that everybody's kind of gone to this, you, you know, play all your district games, you know, toward the end of the season. Uh, You know, back in the day, you, a, lot, a lot of times you were, you know, in, into a district game, maybe about week two. And, you know, a lot, a lot of times that that puts you at a big disadvantage if you were playing somebody who, who returned all their kids. So I, I think it kind of evens the, the playing field and, uh you know, get, gets you on, on down the road where you're playing people and everybody's a little bit more seasoned.
2: Coach Brown, as you look at the district this year, a good York team coming back. Monterey looks improved. Bledsoe County, Sequatchie County teams a little bit out of the area, but teams that you familiarize yourself with, obviously last year. What do you see top to bottom out of this district?
6: Well, I mean, I you know Yorks, Yorks hands down the best team, and 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 you know one of the favorites to to probably win the state tournament. Uh, you know Monterey, uh, you know returns. Quite quite a few kids, and from looking at their scores, uh, they're playing pretty well right now. And uh, kind of kinda like you said, it's a and Bledsoe, so. I mean, they're in our district, but but you know, they're, we we really don't know much about them until you know it kind of gets time to to play them. So I I really know little to nothing uh, other than you know a few of the kids coming back. But I uh, you know hands down it's it, it's York and uh, and the rest of us.
2: I know with a young basketball team, you tend to get better as the season goes along. Do you feel that's going to be the case with your team this year? I'll be very disappointed if that's not the case. <laughs> I mean,
3: uh, you know,
6: these the, the younger ones, these freshmen, have just got so so much to learn. And but that they they, they want to learn, they want to play. Uh, I mean, they they're, they're so attentive, and and uh, I mean, they just give you everything they got. So uh, you know, as a coach, that's it's so enjoyable and uh, and i I know that that they're going to get more comfortable as year goes on and and, and figure out what what their strengths are and, and play to those strengths.
2: Jackson County Lady Blue Devil coach Jim Brown joining us on the high school playbook. Coach, thank you for the time this morning and uh, good luck to your team throughout the season. All right. Thank you, Tom. Appreciate all you guys do.
0: Welcome back on the High School Playbook. We're joined by the assistant Coach Blake Qualls of the Livingston Academy Boys Basketball Program. And Coach Qualls, appreciate you joining us here on the program. You guys already underway this season, about a week and a half in, a handful of games uh, under your guys' belt, and uh, not a loss yet for your guys. Playing some pretty good basketball right now. Uh, Just take me through what's been working well here early on in the season for the Wildcats.
7: Uh, Yeah, we've we've, we've got off to a good start, really. We like what we're doing defensively right now. Still a little bit sloppy on the offense then, but you can expect that. Early November, we got some uh, guys that are really liking to get up and down the floor, and we we'll are get some transition stuff going, which is helping us not have to settle so much in the half court.
0: Coach, I know I've gotten a chance to talk to a few players, but uh, on the wildcats stand and in the school, and getting ready for games, and they're kind of saying how there's really a difference from last year to this year in terms of the team chemistry. What is kind of gone into that, and why do you think it is a little bit better this year?
3: Uh,
7: You know, a lot of these kids have played together since they were really little, you know, in AAU ball and uh, grade school ball, and they all seem to be super close friends off the court. You know, anytime you see one, you see the rest of them. And so I think that just kind of flows over to the court, and they really like being out there with each other.
0: Coach, kind of middle of the pack in district last year, uh, about a 500 record. Turned it on pretty good as of late in the tournament. You guys made a pretty good run in the postseason as well. Uh, What are you and Coach Miller really excited about for this year's squad?
7: Well, like we talked about earlier, we just, we're glad to have a lot of younger guys that are starting to step up and, you know, finally get their chance. They've worked hard in the gym and practiced the last couple of years and they've all been basketball players since they were five and six years old. Now they're getting a the chance to play at the high school level and make their hometown proud. And so they're, we're just looking to compete, you know, every night. It's going to be tough in this district. And, you know, we're just trying to go out and compete every, every night and try to steal a couple of wins here and there.
0: I do want to ask about the young guys in a little bit, but before we get there, what are some things that you guys did in practice in the off season and in the preseason getting ready for this season that were maybe some points of emphasis that you guys really worked on?
7: I, we really worked on trying to uh, hammer down some stuff in the half court because we know this team can run. We're not the biggest team ever, so we're going to have to find ways to score in the half court and a lot of shooting. Our guys really, really love to get in the gym when we're not here and get up their own shots and we can make some outside shots being the smaller team that's really going to open up some driving lanes.
0: That's kind of the message I've gotten from some of the players as well, Is there's a lot of shooters and you guys like to run. Is that is that kind of the main styles? You guys are just going to try to keep the other team up-tempo and get a lot of shots up during the game?
7: It seems like, yeah, that's been our most effective way. I mean, obviously we're going to have to, uh, there'll be games where it'll be a slow, slow type game. There's too many good coaches around here that'll make you play that way, but anytime we get a chance to get out and run, we like to do that.
0: Talking with the assistant coach for the Livingston Academy Boys Basketball Program, Blake Qualls, right here on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, I had a chance to talk to one of your seniors in Easton Pasture last week, and I know he is uh, just coming back from an injury. He suffered late last year. Once he's finally back up to speed, how big of a presence is he going to be, especially for you guys? You mentioned it, maybe a little bit undersized this season.
7: Yeah, Easton, but he'll be super important. You know, we're glad to finally have him be able to get on the floor. Last couple of years, he's been, In and out of the, in and out of the locker room and on the floor due to some injuries. And now that he's finally getting healthy, he gives us that inside presence, not only rebounding and stuff like that, but he gives you, you know, the threat to throw it down there on the block and catch and turn around and score. And that's something the team with shooters really loves to have.
0: I know the, your other senior in Isaac story is poised to have a big season he's going to be one of those big leaders on the squad this year outside of those two who are some really big contributors who have been big contributors early on this season and you expect to do so throughout the season
7: oh uh, we got we got three juniors playing a lot of minutes for us and uh, Brody Coffey, Wyatt Hargis, and Daniel Bilbrey they're all uh, got a lot of floor time last year and kind of got thrown into the fire a little bit and I think that's helped them this year they feel a lot more comfortable and then we have a uh, sophomore in Tucker Miller who's shooting the ball well right now. And hopefully, he can continue to do that. Smart player, really good passer. And then we have some other sophomores that uh, we have a sophomore that's injured that's looking to uh, get back here in a week or so. And Cole Harris, and then Tayshawn Hayes and Jake Hughes, are the other two sophomores that may give us some minutes off the bench to do some dirty work here and there if we need it.
0: Are those all the young guys? I know it looked like Rocco Carwile got some good minutes uh, this past weekend in that Clark Range Hall of Fame game day. Uh, is, are some of those young guys going to be able to step up and have some good minutes this year?
7: Yeah, we're uh, we're looking for Rocco Carwile to help us this year. He's a super talented kid, obviously a young kid, and so there's some things obviously he's got to learn, but he's picking up real fast and uh, hoping we can use him and his length and the way he can pass and score this year as much as possible.
0: Coach, as you guys have gotten ready for this season, and you have come together, kind of with the team, what are some goals that you guys have set for this year?
7: Uh, like I said, we try to take it one. We try to take it one game at a time. We know how this district is, and right now we're building towards the district season, trying to uh, play play good basketball now, but play our best basketball in February. I would say that's our main goal: is to compete every night in the district, and when we get to February, hopefully playing our best basketball.
0: Lastly, uh, talking with Assistant Coach Qualls, I, I know no games as of yet for this Thanksgiving week, so the next one would be that Pickett County game in, in Birdstown. Uh, what are you guys working on in practice as you guys get ready for that non-district but a good, fun rivalry game?
7: Uh, we're just trying to keep up the things we've kept up all fall and you know just compete with each other. If we don't get a game, we don't get a game. We're going to continue to compete with each other and just get ready to go, uh, go down and play a really good Pickett County team who's always good, well-coached, got a lot of good players.
0: Going to be a fun one with Pickett County Bobcats. That's coming up next week. That's assistant coach Blake Qualls right here on the High School Playbook and the Livingston Academy boys basketball team getting ready for a fun season. Coach Qualls, we appreciate the time.
2: Thank you. Our Upper Cumberland High School basketball preview series continues as we take a look at the Monterey Wildcats here on the high school playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. Second year Monterey boys head basketball coach Linus Martin joins the program today. Coach, good to have you with us today. And uh, last year being your first year with the Wildcats, what were maybe some of the biggest adjustments and biggest changes that you saw from your team throughout the season?
8: Senior heavy team last year, uh, trying to find an identity with roles on the team uh was pretty difficult at times with that many seniors and trying to find you know, fit your up up underclassmen in that role, uh, and understanding your role and trying to get the right lineup on the floor sometimes took a time uh throughout the season to to a point to where we got to a lot of younger kids as time went. You know, when we're playing maybe one to two seniors and, uh, that we were counting on with a lot of younger kids. And I think it's maybe rolled into this year that has transpired, uh, that's helped us be better, uh, understanding the system a little bit better, understanding me and what and the expectations of what's going on in the program and how hard you are expected to play, uh, as an individual and stuff. Uh, so it took a learning curve, you know, coming in. Uh, for them and me also, uh, to fit that role. And I feel like we're headed in the right direction this year.
2: Coach, what do you like from what you've seen from your team early on this season? Well, they play hard. Uh, they get after it. Uh,
8: the games that we've played extremely well and, and, and got us going has been coming from the defensive end, uh, being athletic enough and anticipating, uh, making plays, being playmakers. Uh, If we can completely get to the point where we share the ball completely to everybody and move the basketball, doesn't get stuck in a place or get still, and we get caught watching uh, too much at times. we got a couple kids that can make a lot of plays, and when those kids trust their teammates and can base score like they're capable of, I think that's when you get a dangerous combination, especially when those kids that you're able to trust – you kick it out to them and they can make some shots or some scores, I think that increases more trust and stuff. And, of course, when those shots go in, the defensive level increases along the way also, and that helps the ante uh, a lot of times in games to make get more effort out of your team and stuff. So it all kind of goes hand-in-hand with each other to uh, get a better product out there.
2: We're speaking with Monterey Boys and Basketball Coach Linus Martin on the High School Playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders, taking a look at the 22-23 version of the Wildcats. Coach, you don't have a a lot of seniors on this team this year, but do you have good leaders from the senior group that you do have?
8: Yeah, we've got three three seniors. Uh, two that are coming back from last year with uh, that started for us, Byron Borjas, uh, big kid, six three, six four. 6'4". Uh, good defensive player, good rebounder. Brandon Dillon's coming back, showed a lot more leadership ability. He's, uh, done a great job of scoring the ball, uh, just getting him to, to play a certain way, you know, not in, not out, both hard on defense and offensive end. Cause he's got a lot of athletic and a lot of ton of ability in him. And then we had a, a kid come in from Jackson, Trey Monet, uh, that's been a huge lift for us. He's a, he's a great teammate great leader and he he can score the ball. I mean we're we'll turn him loose and I wanna think in four games he's had thirty, thirty, twenty seven and ten as been his four in the ten games, the pointing game he had ten he had got big foul trouble. Uh but we didn't score a lot that night either against Macon. It was like forty seven to twenty eight was the final. Uh so it was just one of those games. But he's he's put up a lot of big numbers every night. Uh so we're getting, you know, high numbers around twenty and 20 something from Trey and Brandon every night. And so if we get the con- contribution of a seven, eight, nine from other kids and can defend and rebound and get some easy transition, that's what we're looking for more is just easy scores. Uh, I think that would make our D, de- that picks up our defense. That's when we start playing at a different level to me
2: coach martin you've mentioned defense several times along the way and I, i know having watched your teams in years past seems like a lot of what you do starts on the defensive end of the court is that the first thing that you'd like to come in and kind of get going and let the offense kind of build off that
8: yeah it just puts it puts a lot of pressure on the other team to handle the ball make good decisions uh you know if you can get some scores out of it take the Momentum from them real quick. Uh, just hitting me, hitting two foot shots is a lot easier than hitting 19.9 shots. Uh, just picks up, the, gets everybody involved. A lot of tips, a lot of deflections, you know, get a, get a lead early and just kind of keep going with it and stuff and give us the ability to play some other kids, trying to find some different combinations on the floor. I feel like we got a lot of depth. We got a lot of kids that deserve to play uh i feel like we got a pretty talented team uh once everybody gets healthy and on the board we've had a lot of sickness going on so i feel like we're fixing maybe maybe by this weekend get get everybody together and i think uh, if we can get that going in the right direction and figure out some combinations and stuff how to play them the right way i think we'll be going in the right direction
2: how competitive do you see the district you've got york of course who's got some players back jackson county's always tough how do you see it top to bottom this year
8: uh, I would put York probably is going to be with all the talent they've got returning. They're probably going to be everybody's pick to finish it. I I like our chances. Uh, I think Jackson is extremely talented. Coach Thomas does a great job down there. Um, Bledsoe's probably next in the line and then Squatchy probably right after that. I just, you know, I feel like with, with the, the kids that we have that we'll have a chance to make a run hopefully at the end of the year. Uh, playing our best basketball at that time of year. I feel like we got the size, we got the athleticism, we got the ability to shoot the basketball, the ability to defend and play hard. And, uh, at that point, you just need a little luck along the way.
2: Coach Linus Martin of the Monterey Wildcats has been our guest on the High School Playbook. Joined right now by Head Coach
0: Michael Green of the York Institute Girls Basketball Program, right here on the High School Playbook. Coach, obviously a really fun, successful year last year twenty six and seven, uh, perfect in five two A play runner up finish in Class Two A in that state championship game. How exciting was last year for you and the girls program?
5: Uh, it was. Uh, it was very exciting. You know, we had met with a lot of adversity. Uh, you know, and. Uh, I came back, and it was just it was all just uh kind of surreal uh and you know the just the run that we went on uh it was just an amazing experience uh you know getting to the glass house Murfreesboro, uh you know playing playing down there uh just getting the one game was was great, but being able to make it the state championship uh just a great experience for everybody, but you know we left a left a bad taste in our mouth, not being able to get that gold ball, and uh you know we that's that's left us a lot of motivation uh, for this season
0: coach i do want to touch on that in a little bit but i do want to go back to how you missed a good chunk of kind of the middle of the season last year but uh, your assistant coach and coach johnson did a really nice job to keep the girls going keep them motivated and had them playing some pretty good basketball how much of a help has he been especially last year and just in your career coaching the girls team
5: oh yeah i mean he, he kept everybody together you know he kept everything going uh you know he he knows uh, what we want and how we do things and and for him to keep it you know if he hadn't been here well we don't make it you know we don't make it as far as we did uh, by any means and just uh, it was just a wild uh, I mean unheard of circumstances and and for him you know to carry the girls through and uh, you know to and did well you know performed well but just to keep everybody together uh, keep everybody positive uh you know i can't say enough about the job he done he doesn't get enough credit for it and uh but you know without him we don't get that silver ball
0: well coach uh the attention turns towards this season of course he turned a lot of good talent from last year's team as well and you mentioned that bad taste that was kind of left in your mouth of, of getting to that championship game and now you guys know hey you can get there take me through the team this year what are those key contributors that you will have on the court and and a plan to try to get back and get the gold ball this year
5: well, we've got our three seniors back, uh, Ellie Lefu, Debbie Beatty, and Emmy Crabtree. Uh, we, you know, we expect a lot of, a lot out of them, uh, a lot of leadership from them. Uh, we've got Josie Lenders, our only junior, and she's actually out right now. I think we hopefully we will get her back in about three weeks. Uh, sophomore wise, we have uh, Annabeth Dunford and Emily Doss and Reese Beatty. Uh, freshman wise, we've got a pretty good freshman bunch came in. Rayleigh Werner. Uh, Emma Cooper, Emma Powell, Kelly Franklin, and uh, Jacqueline Dell. Those uh, well, those freshmen, I expect a lot of things out of, out of several of them. They're gonna have to get some playing time, and have got playing time here early, you know, due to injury and uh, just because they're talented. So, uh, you know, we've got some new pieces. We're still trying to figure everything out. We got a little bit of an injury bug going on right now, uh, but it's a good experience for these freshmen coming in, and I think it'll benefit us in the long run.
0: Talking with head coach Michael Green of the York Institute Girls Basketball Program right here on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Uh, coach, uh, you mentioned uh, kind of going on to start this season, of course, about three weeks into the season. Now you guys have played some really good competition already this season. What have you liked from your team and what have you not liked as much from your team so far?
5: Yeah, we've played, uh, we've already played a brittle schedule. We've, uh, I've tried to schedule even harder this year uh, than years past and, uh you know, we had Coffee County this past weekend. It's a great, great team. uh got two two six three posts. Uh you know, we I feel like we should have won that game, uh but we just had a terrible second half. Uh shot the ball uh terribly well or terribly bad, sorry. Um I think if we shoot a little bit better that second half we we win that game and then we turn around the next day and play McMinn Central who had previously I think a week before that, uh, beat Alcoa about 20 and Alcoa was in the state tournament last week, as you know, plus years, you know, and, uh, we, you know, we're definitely playing, uh, definitely playing some, some great competition. Friday night, we've got Cumberland County, who's, I look, I look for them to do big things in 4A. Uh, but, uh, you know, schedule wise, we're not, we don't have any cupcake games. We've got to show up every single game or, you know, we, we'll get beat, but, uh, You know, I think uh, I've liked that we're getting our our younger players some minutes in in big-time situations. Uh, You know, it's only going to help them out in the future. We've got to get a little better offensively shooting the ball. Uh, Defense is on track. Got to improve on that as well. But I I think right now offensively is what we've got. And it's to be expected this early in the season. We'll get our offense figured out, and uh, hopefully we'll look a little smoother in all four quarters.
0: Coach, I wanted to ask about the school in general. I mean, you guys had all kinds of success last year. Of course, the girls' and boys' basketball teams both make it to state. The boys' baseball team almost makes it to state as well. And then you uh, decide to just resurrect the volleyball program, and you guys get a sub-state appearance this past fall. What's it been like in Jamestown and just at York Institute in general and just the buzz around the athletics programs? And uh, I'd be remiss without mentioning the York football team as well. Of course, they just made it pretty deep in the playoffs themselves.
5: Yeah. The football team, I think they, uh, I think it's only the second time in school history. They'd made it that far. They, uh, you know, athletics are rolling here. You know, like you said, the volleyball team, that was just an amazing, uh, first season. I don't know that we'll be able to top that, but, uh, you know, uh, baseball, I think, you know, they, they were what one game away, I believe from the yep. state tournament, uh, the boys basketball team last year made it to the state tournament. we have got a director of schools right now that, you know, he's really big in the sports and, uh, it's good to have that, you know, that uh, leadership that, you know, really kind of puts an emphasis on sports. They support it. The school of spirit's great. Our community support since I've been here has always been great. Uh, the only thing I wish I wish we had some more home games this year. We were kind of limited on home games. Uh, I think we've only got eight. Mm. Uh, but you know, hopefully, you know, we only have eight home games. Uh, you know, hopefully the whole town will show up for all eight of them.
0: It should be a pretty fun year in Jamestown for the York Institute girls basketball program. That's head coach Michael Green right here on the high school playbook. Coach Green, we appreciate the time as always. Look forward to talking to you throughout the year.
5: Hey, thanks for having me.